Nelson for what the inaugural address. What a great honor address. to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th President of the United States of America. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel right here on the preparedmind.club and also on subscribestar.com. Both places you can come and watch and participate live, two bucks a month, seven cents a day. We're here, folks. I just want to remind everyone, we need your support. So thank you for being here. You guys here makes the show work every single day. Now, let's get into what's going on, folks. Do we have secession coming? Or we got Civil War II? Or do we have more secession? Now, I want to make this very clear to all of us preppers and patriots. We're not asking for violence. The political leftists, they are. They're not just asking. They're demanding it. They're demanding they get everything they want so they can commit violence. Or if they don't get everything they want, they're going to commit acts of violence. We need to accept it, right? We need to get it in our little heads. They're the ones pushing for this. They're the ones making the demands, and they are the ones who will drive all of this. Doesn't mean that we don't need to prepare, take action, be prepared to take action. Now, let's get into some examples. And I put two of the roughest looking women in the thumbnail because these are rough examples. <laughs> rough indeed. Now, how do we know they're going to commit violence? Well, it's because that's what they've done. In 2020, summer of violence. And Americans sat around going, where are the cops? Where are the sheriff's department? Where is the state guard? Where's the state troopers? Where's the governors? Where's the mayors? Where are all of the politicians in D.C.? And we found out, folks, essentially down party lines, right? You got your Democrats and your rhinos on one side. You got your Republicans and libertarians who love freedom and law and order on the other. That is who is going to be fighting, folks. That's who's going to be fighting. It's going to be a partisan conflict. It's going to be like a civil war. And it's going to involve the concept of secession, in my opinion. So <clears throat> this was an interesting little story that came up. Right? <clears throat> Uh, Matt Tabai of TK News had this to report. Uh, a protester just screaming their head off, folks. Uh, they, they, the News to Share crew spent 13 minutes dealing with these street responses because Roe v. Wade didn't go their way. Because the court decided it's a state's right issue. And here's the quote from one masked protester. Don't give us that whole vote out fascism bullshit. Riots work. That's what they yelled into a bullhorn, folks. Riots work. Oh, really? Riots work, folks. This is what they think because that is what has been allowed and it's been promoted and even encouraged by none other than the likes of our vice president, the first woman vice president will forever go down in history, not only as, as being one of the least articulate speakers on the planet, 
but she'll go down in history as a political candidate who supported riots, burning, looting, and murdering. Now, <clears throat> this, this topic, the Roe v. Wade topic, it is unparalleled in human history, in human thought, for being divisive, for splitting people into two camps. Now, I, can, I, could, I could stomach, I guess, the arguments for abortion, why it should be allowed, in what cases, how long. I could probably tolerate, tolerate that. But they won't sit down and have a dialogue. There is no dialogue with these people. Not anymore. It's everything they want or nothing at all. And that's how they play the game now, right? Why should they give an inch when all they have to do is demand a mile? You know, this is what we've got, you know, and it's being encouraged, right? The Biden administration is suing states, right? The Supreme Court says, hey, this is a state issue. So what business does the federal government have pursuing lawsuits against individual states. It's just one more attempt, right, to not only sidestep the rules of the game known as checks and balances, but it's it's another attempt to support the idea of violence. And this violence, I think, is going to lead to a greater secession movement. It's just it's going to be a contributing factor, but I think it's really going to lead this abortion stuff is going to cause so much partisan conflict. I can't see another way around it at this point. Right? It is it is incredible. Now, what is egging this on, folks, is the fact that the elections, just like rioting, screwing with elections, playing games with the system, had a positive experience for the Democrats, for the socialists, for the anti-Americans. In other words, it worked. Let's repeat it. Well, in Maricopa County, that's Arizona, their mail-in ballots are already illegal because the envelope reveals party affiliation. That's not allowed, yet they're already doing it. They've screwed up 63,000 ballots in another example. I, that, I can't remember, was that Pima County? They seem to intentionally be screwing things up because, folks, it worked. Now, I have a feeling that in 2022, instead of Republicans screaming, cheating, foul, fair, I think it's going to go back the other way again. I think it's going to be the Democrats screaming, this is illegal, this wasn't right. This wasn't fair. We have irregularities. We're going to protest the results, yada, yada, yada. I think we will not have a transfer of power in Washington if enough of this nonsense happens. And they're pushing for nonsense, folks, either way, either to get Democrats in or to make Republicans look like they cheated. It's coming. There is no longer a free and fair election in the United States of America because they proved they can screw with the system. They proved that they can mess around with the voting machines, that they can hack into them, that they are online. They've demonstrated that they can hustle up, wrangle up, if you will, 
vote after vote after vote and deliver them. They can ballot harvest. They can do dumps. They can do secret deliveries. They can they can blind observers. That's right. Take observers. No, can't see it. Folks, this is it. If it works, keep doing it. So anything they do, folks, they know what the consequences are, whether it's encouraging rioting over race issues or encourage rioting over abortion issues or encourage rioting over law enforcement, cops, voting. They're going to encourage it because it works. It gives them what they want, which is an unstable system. The same way Biden is saying you are going to pay more for food, for fuel, because it works, folks. It's destroying America. It works, and that's exactly what they want. They want. Now, of course, they also want to bring Trump into the equation. What better way to get Democrats just boiling mad than to bring up the name of Trump? Right? Trump used to be the businessman's byword and also punchline. Right? He was just this interesting character in business. Very successful. Very interesting, right? Mr. Reality TV himself, you know what I'm saying? Well, once he got into politics, he became a lightning rod for violence, right? Pelosi today called Trump the, quote, former occasional occupant of the White House. Why would she go after Trump? Right? He's not on the ballot in 2022, is he? Well, he's, he's campaigning, and he's campaigning hard for other candidates. And he's doing a hell of a job, and he's scaring the shit out of the Democrats. And they need to keep going after him. That's all they got. Number one, they hate him that much. Number two, right, they need to keep their voter base riled up, something to go vote against, because they've got nothing to vote for, folks. And understand this, folks, if 90 Proof Nance, uh, Liz Piggy Cheney, AOC, Upchuck, and all the rhinos and all the Democrats, if they're willing to lie and cheat before, imagine the lawlessness that's coming because it works. Once again, it works. They don't care how they take power, folks. They don't care how they bring down the United States of America as long as they're doing those things. Are you prepared? Do you have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense? Do you? Seriously, do you? I don't know if we're going to have a one-month, a two-month, a three-month shutdown of the country. If we're going to go into a serious civil war scenario where entire cities erupt in Mad Max stupidity, I don't know. It's possible. And once anything is possible... You can see how it becomes probable, the probabilities, right? Is it worth the risk? One in a thousand of being fully prepared because something bad might happen. Well, that's a long stretch, one in a thousand. But the last election, we saw every attempt known, every attempt ability, anything was used as an excuse in 2020. So the odds aren't one in a thousand. We're going to have crazy ass violence coming into this election. The odds are more like one in three. 
for the whole country to be messed up, you know, maybe one in 10, but to have hot spots, just incredible nastiness. I wouldn't want to be in a big city, folks. I wouldn't. Not that the entire city will burn, but I'll tell you what, there's going to be nothing but problems. And let them throw in the race card, right? Let them do that. It's incredible, folks. The Hispanic community, the Latin community. Notice I don't say Latin X because I don't know what the fuck that means. The Hispanic, the Latin communities are swinging heavily to Republican. Same with other minority communities, folks. People are saying, we don't want to vote for this. We don't like this, right? I'm sure they just love watching uh, the fighting and, and all the troubles, but they don't like it when it affects them. When these Democrats, these millennials and centennials, they think they're just getting off to life and a great start. They get their president in there, they think, and gas doubles, food goes up 50% and more, and it keeps rising. And it keeps getting more expensive and the president and the Democrats and these people and their political uh, gods continue to fail. Unbelievable. And I want to get to this part. Oh, by the way, have I reminded everyone, get your questions into Jolene because at the bottom of the hour, it's going to be your turn with your questions, your comments, your statements, your perspectives, your ideas, your concepts, your predictions, and maybe even your attempts to make me screw up. See if you can ask a, a question that I can't answer because it's a tell a lie, tell the truth, and it's hard to figure out. We've done a bunch of those. Those are so much fun. Anyways, <clears throat> not only do we have politicians, not only do we have non-government organizations like George Soros and Bill Gates out there causing trouble, right? We have the mainstream media. They were the ones who came up with the ungodly description of the conflagration of cities and called it mostly peaceful protesting while standing, right? Reporters standing, mostly peaceful protesting, standing in front of a hellish bonfire of, I think, police cars, a roiling flame going skyward. And it's mostly peaceful, kind of like the Hindenburg was a mostly soft landing. And the Titanic was a mostly dry event. Unbelievable. The mainstream media folks, we know what we're going to get. And we got just a beautiful taste of it. Remember Chris Cuomo, brother of Andrew Cuomo, sons of Mario Cuomo, right? These New York scumbags scumbag Democrat socialists, right? We had uh, Governor Cuomo there in New York and then Andrew Cuomo at CNN. I'm sorry, Chris, Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo. Anyways, they both got in trouble for sexual harassment, sexual licentiousness, being complete bungholes. That's what they got in trouble for. Lost, right? The governor resigned. Now they got Kathy Hockle. Hockle. Anyways, and then you got Chris Cuomo. He got in trouble and he basically just disappeared, right? But then he shows up this week, supposedly reporting live for CNN, right? From the Ukraine war zone. <laughs> 
he's wearing a helmet he's wearing glasses right he's trying to look like he's doing the part how many how many reporters do we have to see you know pretending to be in a war zone right all all we needed to see was uh, a little further to the right or left with chris cuomo and you probably would have saw some tennis courts or some putting greens or a little cafe but he says he's reporting from the Ukraine war zone. <laughs> and then within, get this, 24 hours later, he spotted in the Hamptons. That's in New England, folks. That's a long way from Ukraine. Now, fake news reporting is the mainstream media way. And when it comes to wars, folks, they're exceptionally good at it. Wasn't it Brian Williams? of NBC who claimed to be uh, in combat. Hillary Clinton claimed with the mainstream media that she was dodging bullets. Yeah, I don't think so. These people do not put themselves in harm's way, folks. It's fake reporting now, and it'll be fake reporting, folks. Get this, when the fighting starts here, when we start having partisan conflict, serious violence, the fake reporting is going to be here. These same reporters that will pretend to go around the world will pretend to be on the scene. Kind of like uh, that little twerp for CNN whose nose disappeared off the green screen as he was taking care of Handy Sook. He was doing reports there, supposedly on the scene. You remember that? Little Mr. Anderson, his nose just disappeared. Whoops, I guess they got some colored light on it and it just, the green screen ate it. You know, unbelievable folks, the fake reporting and when the domestic battles begin, the secession, it's gonna be lied about and jackasses like Chris Cuomo will be on the spot. Not really, but they're gonna to claim to be on the scene giving the biggest and best and boldest lies to the rest of the world because that's what the media does. Now, whether or not Chris Cuomo was over in Ukraine doesn't matter. The mainstream media lies. They give us what the Pentagon wants us to believe. They give us what the European Union and NATO want us to believe. You know, a lot of people think I am pro-Putin. I am not. I am pro-fact pro-truth, pro-freedom. I don't trust these people because they have a stake in the game and a big stake at that. The claims of money laundering, which is just brilliant. What a great way to launder money. In fact, they're having some huge trouble, folks, over there with the money laundering and now the weapons. The weapons. It, it's incredible, folks. There's a video out and someone pops the trunk, lifts a tarp and shows in a Volkswagen SUV, a shit pile of American rocket launchers. Why are civilians getting rocket launchers? Folks, this is how it goes. All of the weapons that get sent from America, all these weapons that you can't have, by the way, not just assault rifles you can't have, 
but rockets, rocket launchers, rocket launching systems, hand grenades, you name it. They show up in Poland. They drive them to the border and they transfer them into Ukraine trucks. Sometimes, folks, civilian vehicles. And then they drive off. And that's the end of the accounting. And now, folks, all of these weapons are ending up in the black market. What is the black market? The private trade and exchange of currency for hard goods that would otherwise be illegal. So let's do the math. The United States government, that would be Joe Biden, sent $65 billion now worth of food and weapons to Ukraine. The weapons are now being smuggled out of Ukraine and into Europe being sold on the black market. Not all of the weapons, folks, but enough because those weapons have value. What good is that weapon if they try driving it to the war zone and Russia just bombs the shit out of it? It's no good. What happens to that weapon if it makes it all the way to the theater of battle and a Ukrainian army person, a soldier, looks at the enemy and doesn't have the proper training and just fires the missile aimlessly and it's wasted, it's gone. The value is now gone. So if you're one of these people who's supposed to be transporting weapons to the front, you're looking at that truckload of weapons and going, that is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars on the black market. Why wouldn't they just drive that truck to somewhere else and sell it? Now, that's what they're doing. We now have videos showing it, folks. I'd hate to be a European at this point, because what percentage of those weapons are going to the millions of military-aged lunatics that are uh, jihad-supporting immigrants who hate the West and hate Europe, and they're willing to steal their new homeland, but they're not willing to work and pay taxes. What percentage of those people who are already operating in black markets are getting these rocket systems, machine gun systems, explosives? It's looking like Europe is getting ready for its own, folks, civil war scenario to play out. All these U.S. weapons getting sent over there and they're unaccounted for. Because Ukraine is a freaking disaster. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So all that cash going over there, it's getting washed. You bet it is. All the players who made it happen, they're going to get their cut. All the food that goes over there, well, hopefully someone gets to eat it. And all the weapons that go over there, they're either consumed, destroyed, or sold into the black market. And people here, they don't know, folks. How many are going into the hands of terrorists? Answer in five, four, three, two, you bet. You bet, folks. Not a good scene at all. Now, those weapons, I don't think they're going to find their way back to America. I don't think so. I don't think that Joe Biden... 
I don't think that 90 proof Nancy or up Chuck Schumer, I don't think they could risk those type of weapons getting into the hands of patriots. I think that scares them to death. They're already scared to death of your nine millimeter, right? The thing that blows lungs out, according to the president, right? The idea that us civilians could have claymores and grenades and law rockets and tow rockets. They just, they'd lose their shit if we had stingers. Mm -mm. Yeah, they couldn't have that. There's no way they could risk that. But it seems like they're willing to risk it to line their pockets with money and to arm up all the goofballs. And breaking news, Ivana Trump, former wife of President Trump, mother of Ivanka, is found dead in her Manhattan apartment. Exclusive breaking news right here on the Prepared Mind Satire channel. Now, <clears throat> that was just an interesting thing that came in. Now, we have enemies around the world, folks. Enemies that are applauding every move that Joe Biden makes. Because every move Joe Biden makes is the wrong move. And every move that Joe Biden makes makes America weaker. It doesn't make America great again. No, it doesn't. It makes America weaker, 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 weaker. But China's having problems, folks. Russia has its problems. They're making a bunch of money off of fuel and oil. But that's to be expected. China, on the other hand, is having some trouble, folks. They're on the verge of a debt jubilee because homeowners in China are refusing to pay their mortgages. Are you learning yet, America? Right? Who are they mad at? They're mad at the banks and the banking system. This problem we have in America isn't isolated to America, nor is it isolated to Europe, nor is it isolated uh, anywhere. It is a global problem. The debt and deficit financing and spending has driven the world into a state of financial and monetary madness. There's going to be hell to pay for it. You know, I'm looking forward to um, some of the prepper coach with John sessions that we've got coming up. Right, The first one I'll be doing is tomorrow. Right, so if you want to talk to me, you've got to sign up for Prepper Coach at the PreparedMind.club. That's the exclusive uh, way and place that you can go to purchase this. And one of the things that wants to be discussed is wealth preservation protection. Right, there's a lot of people, folks. I know that I'm Mr. Poor Guy. And I'm not a millionaire running around with money squirting out of my pockets like Elon Musk. Right? A lot of people, though, have a little bit of money and they want to protect it. So they bought real estate. They bought some stocks. Right? We're all going to see an enormous uh, revaluation in the wealth of things. Venezuela gave us this clue. And I'll talk about it briefly here. Venezuela went into hyperinflation. They went into steep inflation, which is where we're at now in this country, and then hyperinflation, you know, four or five years ago, and we watched that country fall apart. It didn't just burn to ashes. 
in five minutes. It wasn't an event. It was a, right? It's a process. It's always a process. It takes time, right? But in Venezuela, a cup of coffee went from a few bolivars, their, their version of the dollar, to a million bolivars for a cup of coffee. Right? How do you protect your wealth? How do you protect your family? How do you protect your lives, right? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense of the planet. If you don't survive what's happening, right, then you don't, you're just done. You don't survive it. You don't survive with your health intact. Protecting your health, I think, is going to be critical, folks, as things get nasty and bad. Between the stressors, our diets, the fucking biological terror that's being unleashed on everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me cover that. Right. Let me cover that. These people want us gone. So we need to protect ourselves across the board from medicine all the way right through the gamut, food, water, shelter, clothing, etc. Now, the computer virus, man, he strikes again. Remember Bill Gates came up with this wonderful computer system called Windows and then the virus has started. Illness, sickness, infection, destruction, and he made money and got control and power off of it. Well, the Gates Foundation, right, has 11 different potential virus candidates for the next pandemic. That's right, folks, 11 different names. I want to give you the names so you can you can think about them, right? Rift Valley Fever farm animal issue, hantavirus, right? Long incubation period. Uh, it's it's a concern, the hantavirus. Uh, other coronaviruses, other cerveza bugs that are being developed. How about the Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever? You ever heard of that one? Right? Let me see if I can try and read the name. It's the hyalomamamargerinantum. Wow, that tick carries the Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. And then there's the Lassa fever. There's Marburg virus, and we heard about that the other day. Then yellow fever. Boy, isn't that racist or something? Then you have the H5N1 and the H7N9 influenza. We got those. How about the uh, chikungunya? Well, it already had its role as a pandemic, but it didn't get to the north side of the planet, the northern hemisphere. That struck uh, Kenya in 2004. It actually stayed alive for several years, folks, and more than a million cases. Well, a million cases, huh? Aren't there 8 billion people on the planet we're supposed to worry about a million? Oh, yeah, don't worry. It just needs to sound scary, like Ebola. That's right, Ebola is still on the list. And the Nipah or Nipah virus is so deadly that many governments classify it as a bioterrorism threat and limit the laboratories that are allowed to culture and study it. I'd like to know why any labs need to culture this garbage, any of it, and study it if it can break out into a pandemic. Why should anyone, right? Why should any government say, yeah, yeah, 
let's take a look at that shit. We really need to learn more about it. So let's let's breed it in a petri dish. Ah, I tell you, folks, I just see nothing but trouble coming. Let's do this. Let's get to your questions here on the Prepared Mind channel. And I want to thank you guys again for coming to the PreparedMind.club and signing up for our premium service there. And also for coming to Subscribestar.com and same cost, same price, same product and watching us there on Subscribestar.com. Let's get to the Q&A, folks, the question and answer. Are you ready? I worry it could begin to look like intimidation when it's at someone's doorstep. I'm someone It's I've so funny. So does what uh, Alito wrote. Looks the same way to me. It looks like intimidation. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But it, all, it also sh uh, shows Alito what it feels like to lose your freedom of choice. He cannot leave the house easily. So maybe that's a good lesson for them. Intimidation. 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 He cannot leave the house. Cannot leave the house. Cannot leave the house. It's a good lesson. It's a good lesson. It's a good lesson for them to lose your freedom to lose your freedom it's a good lesson for them obey it's kind of the same thing is it now is it the same thing no no i don't think so folks threatening everyone screaming and yelling saying yeah riots work oh yeah I, that's exactly what they want folks they want partisan conflict they want civil war. That's what the left wants. What do you want to talk about? Well, we got uh, from Overreach on Subscribestar. He's got a question. If a nuke goes off in New York, New York City, would there be a nationwide martial law or would it only be localized? It's a great question. Um, I would think that there would be a state of emergency in New York City and the surrounding areas. If there's just one, if there's two, two bombs exploded, uh, especially if they're in different cities, we could see quite a change. Now, instantly, folks, the nation and the world would turn to Washington, D.C. and look to President Biden and say, what are you gonna do, pal? What just happened? Here's your chance to step up and be the president. And Joe Biden, like he's now done two times, would stand at the podium, turn and try shaking hands with nobody. He did it again. He did it again today in Israel. He got done, turned and tried shaking hands with a ghost, with Harvey the rabbit. What, shake hands with the devil, right? What would we have, folks? We would have absolute chaos in this country if a nuke went off and we've got President Biden is the guy who picks up the phone, right? Picks up the waffle iron and holds it to his head. Huh? Huh? What happened? Right? Number one, who did it? Right? When this, if this bomb goes off. And oh, by the way, in case anyone missed it, several days ago, there was a public service announcement, a PSA released in New York City saying, well, if a nuclear bomb goes off, 
uh, just stay in your homes and and hunker down and shelter in place and watch the news media. They'll tell you what's going on. You know, is that like stop, drop and roll or get under your desk if you hear the alarms? Right. If you're near a nuclear explosion, you're not going to be very happy. You're going to wish you were wearing a lot more sunblock. Now, <clears throat> I think it would be localized. I think it would be localized if just one goes off. But if we have one go off in, say, New York and one in Philly or Dallas or Los Angeles, right, it would show a concerted attack by somebody with more than just one. If just one goes off, people might look around and go, hey, hey, was this Spectre? Was this some super secret organization that bought a nuke off of a former Soviet state? or maybe stole a nuclear weapon off of a U.S. base. Uh, there's been some funny uh, reports over the last uh, decade, folks, going back to the Obama administration about missing nuclear weapons. Scary stuff. If it happens, though, folks, if a nuke goes off, the, the tragedy of that is, is going to really hit home the difference between life and death will matter right no longer will what's my gender be a very big deal knowing the next city could be incinerated because some politician right decided to piss off the bad guys or the bad guys released a weapon into the hands of terrorists and that's just it. We're not going to get the truth. We will not get the truth, folks. As assuredly as the Twin Towers were hit on September 11th, and we were told within hours that it was Osama bin Laden, right? We're, we don't get the truth. We don't get the facts. We get what they want us to hear so that they can control the situation and take advantage of it. <clears throat> I pray we don't have a nuke go off, folks, but if you do, right, the preparedmind.club, we can get you what? Gas masks. You're going to need a NBC gas mask. You're also going to need potassium iodide. You can get that at Amazon. I'm not sure if our company, Jace Medical, at the preparedmind.club, that's right, we have a medicine section, folks. You can talk to doctors. You can get protocols and treatments for various cerveza bug issues. Uh, yes. We're very concerned about health, right? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine. Medicine is a big one. All right, let's move on if we shall. Let's see what you guys want to talk about next. And we have Latin America preparedness taco. <laughs> Once again, Jill Biden. Uh, and I get what she was saying, but she just got hammered for it, right? Referring to uh, the, the Hispanic or Latin community as tacos. Breakfast tacos, no less. Anyways, Latin America says, my wife is a Venezuelan citizen. She mentioned there has never been a fair election since Hugo Chavez was elected. She mentioned many similarities are now in the United States. What is the chance the Democrats will cheat? The chance is 100%. That is my prediction. They will cheat. They've told us they'll lie, cheat, and steal. They've said it, folks. We've seen evidence of it. 
ballot harvesters and mules just bringing box after box after box after box of ballots and stuffing ballot boxes. Right? The proof is out there. The proof is out there. Right? So will they cheat? Yeah, they're going to cheat. Now, is it going to be enough to win? That's a completely other question that we don't have the answer to. Do they have enough cheating? Right? Do they have enough ammunition, cheating ammunition to win? Now, I think it's important to note that once Hugo Chavez was elected in Venezuela, your wife is saying since then, there is no fair election. In America, folks, we have our Hugo Chavez, and he's in the White House right now. He is a puppet of greater masters, and he is a dunderhead of epic proportions. And there's a system that got him there. So that system is going to try and keep him there and support him and others like him. The same as Hugo Chavez, another dastardly socialist. It's exactly what Biden is, a dastardly socialist. Once they get in power, folks, they try and create more power and control over the system. So the reaction to the 2020 election, even though we're not satisfied with it, we didn't get what we wanted out of the response, the negative response, right? We wanted the problem fixed right then, right there, and it didn't. But many states since then have passed rules protecting election integrity, vote counting. The courts have ruled in many, many, many more places than not that drop boxes are illegal, that the mail-in ballots are illegal because there's too much irregularity to it. It is not being handled properly. Now, it's incredible that just, just 10 years ago, we could have an election and count votes, and it was pretty reliable. I tell you what, folks, the cheating's been going on for a long time, longer than this man here has been alive. You can go way back into the early 60s. You want to go all the way back to 1960? The 1960 election, folks, between Kennedy and Nixon and the, the, the screaming and howling of cheating in Illinois would be deafening to you in order to get Kennedy in the White House. It's been around a long time, folks, but now it is to such a point right, that it's, it is naked. They don't even hide it. They put drop boxes out and say, go ahead. They have delivery trucks show up and drop off boxes of pre-printed ballots. It's, it's, it is horrifying where we're at at this point. All right. <clears throat> if we shall, let us move on. <clears throat> Pardon my dry cough, continuing to have that. We got Sally Sue checking in. And she writes, if I can't walk into the grocery store, or pump some gas into my car without getting harassed by homeless people, then AOC can handle a little heckling on the marble steps of the Capitol. I tell you what, you're, you're bringing up two separate really important things here. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she didn't like being heckled, yet she thinks it's just fine, cute, and dandy to have people harassing the Supreme Court justices at their homes and threaten them. 
and threaten their families and bother them anytime they try going out and saying, there's no place you can go out. You will not have peace in your life ever again because boo-hoo, they didn't like the fact that the Constitution was adhered to. That is to say, Roe v. Wade is a state's rights issue. It's not an issue for the federal government. Still, AOC, right? She thinks that's fine. Harass the hell out of everyone else, but not her. She's too freaking precious. Now, the second part, uh, but being the former in, in your statement, having to do with harassed by homeless people. I have a friend who lived in Honolulu, Hawaii, and he said the homeless people there have become incredibly aggressive, incredibly aggressive, right? They no longer are willing to just stand there with a sign. They'll come after you. They'll harass you. They'll demand from you. And it's not uncommon, whether we're talking about Hawaii, the West Coast, the East Coast, up north, down south, it doesn't matter. They have become very aggressive, folks. There's a lot of mental illness. There's a lot of drug use. Now, even in the area I'm in in the south, <coughs> I have a friend who lives that way that I go see. And just outside the area where he lives, it is constantly having emergency services called to it because there's a homeless population of drug users there. And you either have police or ambulance or fire truck or all three on a constant basis, taking up valuable first responder resources. In other words, the, the city township has to pay money to babysit these people. And when they're not just whacked out of their mind on drugs, they are threatening and harassing people for money or for whatever they can get. Whose fault is this? Who's promoting homelessness? We sent $65 billion to Ukraine. Who is taking care of the homeless here in this country? Who are drug addicts and mental incompetence? And in a lot of cases, just freaking loony, folks, loony. It's, it's a lot, folks. Now, <clears throat> it's, <laughs> we'll just, I'll stop right there. Anyways, please, please, everyone be very careful with uh, the homeless. I'll tell you what, I've tried helping them in the past and get nothing but an earful of guff out of them for it. Try and hand them some change. They don't want that, right? They don't want that. They don't want no stupid change. They want bills, paper. I'm like, dude. Do I look like a printing press? I don't have it, right? Try handing them some of your food. They get pissed off. I don't want food. Well, yeah, well, I don't want you in my face either. All right. <laughs> what else are we talking about? We've got subscribe star user ABF checking in. It says, sorry, but we are not voting ourselves out of this mess. I truly believe the ballot box has become irrelevant. Both parties are complicit. You make a good argument. I do not believe we can vote ourselves out of this mess. I agree with you. But what I think we can do is keep ourselves in the fight by voting. Right? If you're not in the fight, you're not in the hunt, what are you? You're the hunted. 
you are the hunted. Right? That's why I want as many good, strong candidates going to Washington, D.C. to fight. <clears throat> I think we can get the majority back. I don't think we can vote our country back to health, though. Because as quickly as the Republicans get sent to D.C., many of them sell out. Those are our rhino buddies, folks. They're already compromised. They've been put in place by local politicians and political boards. They were selected. They were selected, and then they were voted on and then put in place in Washington. They've got issues already, a lot of them. Right? And that's what Trump is going out and fighting against, getting America first candidates. We're not going to be able to vote our way out of this trouble, folks, but we can keep ourselves in the fight. And once again, if you're not fighting, if you're not in the fight, if you're not in the hunt for the power, then you are the hunted. And this is a very important lesson to understand. If we go back to 1932, uh, Germany had its Reichstag fire, its Congress caught on fire and burned to the ground. Okay. Germany just said, well, we don't need a Congress. We have the Fuhrer. We have Adolf Hitler. Our chancellor is now a dictator. He's the Fuhrer, the boss. And once they consolidated all the legislative power, right, they wrapped that up with executive authority where Hitler could just make laws and sign laws, right? No longer was there an opposition. The people were on their own, the people of Germany. And though it's not understood widely, the German people did not like this. The German people didn't like having Adolf Hitler in charge. A lot of them did, yes. Right? A lot of them just drank the Kool-Aid. They drank their own Jim Jones juice, poisoned their minds, and started following this lunatic Hitler. Oh, oh, by the way, that happened in 32, the Reichstag fire. Hitler was Times Man of the Year in 1939. That's right, folks. That's a lot of time. That's over five years worth of Adolf Hitler building concentration camps, arresting Jews, arresting Romany, arresting uh, deplorables, putting him in work camps, concentration camps, gulags, if you will. Times man of the year over five years later. What do you think would happen, folks, if we had our Congress? Well, maybe a tactical nuke blow up Congress. Do we get Adolf Biden? What would happen if we don't have a voice, the people's voice fighting back? We're losing it big time. We're supposed to have the media. Free speech, First Amendment, media out there. We're supposed to have ABC competing with NBC, competing with CBS, competing with Fox, competing with CNN. All they're supposed to be competing with each other to get the scoop out, the news, the facts, the truth. They're not. They're colluding with one another. They're making sure they stay well within the lines of the Socialist Democrat Party and Rhino Republican playbook. Folks, we're in big, big, big fucking trouble right now. 
Can we vote our way into American freedom and prosperity? No, we can't just do that in 2022. But we can fight to keep our people, our players, our warriors in the game, in that game. Just like with Trump, who said, right, they're not after me, right? They're after you. And the only one standing between you, the American people, and the Democrat, socialist, globalist scum is me, meaning Trump. Right? Trump took a lot of shit for everyone. And he roundly got his ass kicked in the end, didn't he? Right? He's not in the president. He's whether he won or not, he didn't win. We can't afford to lose again. We can't. Even if the Democrats cheat and win, they can still burn Congress to the ground and say, we need a, we need a chancellor, right? We need a king. We need, we need a benevolent dictator. And oh, Biden, he's the great uniter, right? Folks, you want secession? You want civil war? It's coming. These people are pushing for it. They're pushing on the street. They're pushing in the media. They're pushing politically. They're pushing internationally. And we are here. Do I want to glamorize and, and glorify it? No, I don't, folks. You get you see some, you, you ever see a bullet tear through flesh? You're not going to like it. It's not a pretty scene. Right? But is that how problems get solved? Quite often, yes. Don't wish for it. Don't want it. But just plan on it happening. And that's what being prepared is about. Okay, what do we have going next? Jolene, we have Mark the Prepared Klingon checking in. <coughs> Ohio man raped 10-year-old girl. Why was she denied abortion? Well, the Ohio man wasn't an Ohio man. Ohio man was an illegal alien, a criminal from south of the border who illegally entered our country, illegally lived here, and then captured a 10-year-old girl and raped her. Now, this story uh, was referred or referenced by Joe Biden when talking about his Roe v. Wade uh, stance and belief. And he heard the story from a doctor, of course, a pro-abortion doctor. And there could be no confirmation of this. It took days and days and days to get confirmation of the story. Thank you, Jolene. Uh, and I'm glad that we got the truth. Yes, a 10-year-old girl was raped. Apparently, if she needed an abortion, right, she was pregnant. That, to me, just sounds strange. Uh, but I guess women, if you want to define one as that, I guess having a vagina and being capable of becoming pregnant doesn't necessarily mean you're a woman anymore. Anyways, how can a 10-year-old girl get pregnant? It's just bizarre and strange. And it's very saddening that this happened. Uh, to me, in, in cases of rape or incest, you take care of that. There should be an abortion for that. You know, it's just horrifying to think. Now, to blame the baby for what occurred, right? But in this case, also, 10-year-old girl. 
right? That's horrifying. Practically a baby still herself, right? Why couldn't she get an abortion in Ohio? I can't tell you. I can't, right? Perhaps Iowa has closer abortion clinics. Perhaps somebody was trying to hide it. Apparently, what the police, they, there wasn't a report filed or the report was filed late or is uh, reported secondhand. There's a lot of problems with what's going on here. Now, who is it that wants there to be illegal aliens here? The Democrats. They love the idea that there's illegal aliens here, folks. And they don't give a shit if they're right, rapists or murderers, drug runners and drug users, prostitutes, etc. They think it's just fine. Nobody likes them being here, folks, unless you're a Democrat. And this is what happens when you invite this scum into the country. That, to me, is what's tragic. Uh, the, the fact that this girl needed a procedure, I get it. I understand that. It's awful. Right? But to claim that this is why you have to have it everywhere and available to anyone at any time, and the taxpayers should fund it. <coughs> and it should be done without the parents being notified or the police being notified. In this case, the girl's parents should have been notified. The police should have been notified. Right? It should have been handled and taken care of. It didn't need to be snuck around. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's a very divisive topic. Uh, some people would argue, even in the case of rape or incest, the child should be born, you know. I just, I try and put myself in those shoes and go, you know what? I'm not too sure, right? But what, what is the percentage? How frequently does this happen? Well, one time is more frequently than it should ever have to happen. You know, one time is too much. I just don't think it's as common as they would have. They love to throw all these caveats in there. Well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? Then what? Well, those exceptions are called exceptions because they're not the rule, they're not common, they're not usual. But we're going to have a civil war over this 10-year-old girl. I don't think it should be over abortion. It should be over what's being allowed at the southern border by the Democrats who are in charge of this nation. Right? It is the federal government's job to protect the border. That, my friends, is right there in the Constitution. And you want to stop this criminal behavior? You punish the living shit out of the guy who committed the crime. You want to stop bad politicians? You punish the shit out of bad politicians for their crimes against our nation. Period. There needs to be accountability, folks. Not just, hey, you, politician, you did this. It needs to be more than that. It needs to be you, politician, took an oath, you screwed up, you didn't just make a mistake, but what you did caused this. And you will do jail time for your bad decision-making as a government official. And I don't like the fact that if I violate someone's rights, I go to jail, right? If John interferes with somebody else being able to have a job or get a benefit, if I interfere with someone's right to get a medical procedure, you know, like uh, <clears throat> uh, maybe a liver transplant, 
right? If I interfered with someone's liver transplant surgery, I would be charged with a crime. Politicians, they interfere with our absolute rights, our inalienable foundation rights, and they get a pass. They can interfere with our free speech, our right to uh, protest, our right to worship. They can interfere with our Second Amendment right to self-preservation. And they get a pass. They try and steal your right, they get a pass. They interfere with your right, they get a pass. They lie about our rights and they get a pass. But you go ahead and interfere with another private person's rights and you go to jail. Why is that, folks? Why is it that politicians get a pass on everything they do, including inviting in illegal aliens who rape and impregnate 10-year-old girls? Where is the Democrat outrage at that? They like it, folks. They think it's freaking cute. I don't. There's only going to be a few ways to solve these problems. And I expect and anticipate we're going to have to deal with it personally on a very personal level. And that's why we're preppers and we're patriots and we love our country. Because if you don't love your country, how can you claim to be a patriot? And if you're not prepared, how can you handle the fight we're going to have trying to get our country back? Because we're not going to win it at the ballot box, folks. It's probably going to take a box of bullets at some point. And we have them. The American people do. It's going to get ugly. It's going to be nasty. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up here. I've gone past an hour, and I want to thank you for joining me yet again in another broadcast to discuss SHTF, it hitting the fan, and how it's not getting better, folks. It's getting worse. Are you prepared? Right? Chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper? Thank you for coming to the preparedmind.club and taking care of your prepping needs, prepping shopping. You can join up, uh, join us, join the network, subscribe and support what we do here every single day. Even on Saturdays, even if I'm not in front of the camera, I'm still out there working, researching, taking a look around, training, etc. Right? And you guys support all of what we do. Get prepared. It's getting nasty and it's not going to get better, folks. I really believe we're going to have civil war or partisan conflict, if you will. And we have a war of secession coming because I don't think Washington, D.C. is going to back off. I don't think the globalists are going to quit. We need to be prepared, folks. Uh, a couple of videos ago, I had a, a thumbnail of the country split. And I think that's probably a pretty accurate representation of the lines along which things will happen once again. God bless America. Godspeed to the world and Semper Fi.